Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to increase capacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes it's legal in all 50 states requires no background checks and can be shipped right to your door visit burna.com slash jesse now for an exclusive 10 percent discount it is the jesse kelly show another hour of the jesse kelly show remember you can email the show jesse at jesse kelly show.com jesse at jesse kelly show.com we're going to get to the fbi working with facebook if you questioned the 2020 election and your private messages on facebook do you know there's a good chance the facebook handed those to the fbi and handed your information to the fbi no one's talking about this. This is a jaw-dropping story. But before we get to that and, and the Ask Dr. Jesse questions and things like that, I wanted to get to this. I talk a lot about the purge of the military and the danger of that. And I've talked about how this is standard communism. Any totalitarian state, they purge the military of their ideological opponents. They do this because... They're not worried about saving the country from foreign enemies. They're worried about purging the company of their pol- or the country of their political enemies. They purge the military because they want a military loyal to only them. And right now, what you're seeing in this country is two different purges. There's a hard purge of the military. That's the vaccine mandate. 
the idiotic, ridiculous, do-nothing vaccine mandate. Remember, doesn't matter whether you're into the vaccines or not. When you have a, quote, vaccine that doesn't slow the spread or stop the spread of a virus, then there's no reason to have a mandate because the vaccinated person spreads it just the same as the unvaccinated person. But they kept the mandate in anyways. Why? Because they want all people who are on the right purged from the military and they're kicking them out as we speak. But then there's the soft purge and there's two parts to the soft purge. One, why do you think recruiting has fallen off the map? Because anyone on the right, well, I shouldn't say anyone, most people on the right, they do not want to let their son sign up for this military. If you're in Alabama, you're in rural Mississippi, you're in Tennessee, you've been deer hunting since you were five. You're not sending your son off to go learn how bad he is for being a white person. You're not sending your son off to go serve with a bunch of trans people. He's not going to do it. He's going to go do something else. That's one part of the soft purge. The second part is the guys who are in, the studs who are in, they're leaving. Which leads me to this, because I realize I don't explain this sometimes, and that's my fault. I hate when people do this to me, when they know something and they talk as as if everyone knows something. I find it to be disrespectful, and I don't mean to be disrespectful about it, even though I'm very rude. I I don't like to do this. When it comes to the, the military, you get selected for certain things in the military, special schools and special lessons about things. Like, uh, I was only in four years, but like, we did mountain warfare training at one point in time. Mountain warfare training. You go up to the Sierra Nevadas, they're teaching you how to rock climb and, and start fires and do various things that involve fighting and, and surviving in the mountains. You have to rappel down a cliff without a harness on and a pack on. It's, it's wild. But... They also had special schools that were up there. There was a knot tying school. I didn't get selected for this one or volunteer for it, but they would pull a smaller group of guys out and you go teach them how to tie every knot known to man. There was a mule packing course. This one I did get selected for. What was that? Well, you know that there are places mules can go that four wheelers cannot. Mules are incredible animals. They can haul a gargantuan amount of weight. And so they pulled a select few of us out to go work with mules and learn how to pack weapons and food and ammunition and water on the backs of mules in a way that doesn't hurt the mule. And then go just you go do exercises with that and figure out how to do it. Now, why would I bring that up? Because what I'm saying is over the years... You go through enough of these, you bring this knowledge back to your unit because you've gone through these schools and you bring the knowledge back to your guys. That's why they do them. You're expanding on the knowledge. So over time, if you're not like me and you do more time than I did, over time, you become this amazing wealth of knowledge because you've just you've gone to this school, you've gone to that school, you've gone to this. What I'm saying is the guy who's been in a long time is worth a lot. Because of all that wisdom he's piled up. Which brings me to this. I get a lot of these. Jesse, Semper Fi. This has been on my heart for some time. I have recently submitted and approved my retirement request from the U.S. Navy. I've been serving for 18 years. I will be out at 20, almost to the date. I could have done 30 easily. 
my career can be summarized as fast-tracked. I'm an E8 and would easily have been E9 within the next two to three years. Just know that's a very high-ranking enlisted role, okay? This is a guy who's good. I can no longer serve honorably with a good conscience and be an effective leader in our Navy. At every turn, I see or hear a policy I cannot enforce in good faith. I fear for our future due to the people who are joining and the standards they hold them to. Policymakers and senior officers do not care about technical proficiency, leadership qualities, and any attribute that makes us a more lethal fighting force. Our chief of naval operations speaks about lethality but forces us to train towards diversity. They claim to focus on superiority at sea but can't process travel claims to get sailors paid on time. All this is to say I'm sad I have to leave the service, but I have faith in my family's future. Godspeed. Please don't say my name. Now, I want you to process that. Not just the rot that comes, not just the loss, the horrible loss of losing somebody. 20 years of knowledge and service built up. Think of the advantage it is for new sailors to be guided by somebody like that. Think of what he knows. Think of the things he knows that just come with experience, right? It's not just that we're losing that. We are losing these guys. We're losing these guys rapidly, and we're replacing them with not always the best people. Are there still a bunch of young studs out there? Sure there are, absolutely, and praise God for them. We are slowly but surely running out the studs and filling up our military with a bunch of woke little vicious monsters. Now, that brings me back to something I've brought up several times on the show now. I will bring it up again. The study of history says that a totalitarian state like the one we are becoming will use its military against its own citizens. That's not hyperbole. That's the entire history of the world. That's what the history of the world says will happen. Please don't make the same mistake everyone else in history has said and and say this. Well, it can't happen here. You're a moron. Yes, it can happen here. Now, we just had the president of the United States of America give a primetime speech about how you're an enemy of democracy. We have the FBI, virtually every level of our government, calling you an enemy of democracy, enemy of the republic, a terrorist, a potential domestic terrorist, over and over and over again. A threat. Biden flat out called you a threat to the foundations of the republic. And then the next day, we had Corinne Diversity hire go up to the microphone and, well, this is what she said. The presence of the Marines at the speech was intended to demonstrate the deep and abiding respect uh, the president has for these service service members uh, to these ideals uh, and the unique role our independent military plays in defending our democracy. You heard her. Now... Here's something else that's very, very, very difficult to say, to accept. It's difficult to say. It's difficult to hear. Maybe not tomorrow. Probably not tomorrow. Probably not next year. But at some point in time, one of these Democrat monsters as president, they're going to give an order, and that order is going to be followed. I know we've lied to ourselves for so long. The military would never. The military would never. No, your dad's military would never. 
your grandpa's military would, would never. They are slowly but surely building a military that absolutely would, and many of them will be happy to do so. Don't care if that makes you uncomfortable. That's a fact. Now, time to get to some Ask Dr. Jesse questions. That's enough of that. Someone wants to compare America to Weimar Germany? We'll talk about that. Before we talk about that, let's talk about the little things you can do. We've talked about running for school board, right? That matters a lot. Running for school board, running for local elections, imploring your state GOP to get more aggressive, providing fortifications between you and the federal government. Part of the things you can do, one of the things you can do is be more purposeful with where you spend your money. Where do you send your cell phone money every month? Do you have automatic payments every month going to Verizon, T-Mobile, AT&T? Don't take my word for it. Go look up any one of those companies in Pride Month and tell me what you see. You proud? You're funding it. You paid for those commercials. You can stop that. It takes less than 10 minutes. You don't have to give up your phone. You don't have to give up your phone number. You can dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly, and you'll switch to Pure Talk, and they'll never do that to your values, ever. Patriotic company, CEO's a veteran. Dial pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Ooh, looks like we may have a little breaking news here, Chris. Guess you know what time it is. It's journalist Jesse. There's just no one better. We love Jesse. He's the best. Jesse, please kiss my baby. Jesse, 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 Jesse. Biden says a tentative railway labor deal has been reached averting a strike. I actually lied to you about that being breaking news. I read that at something like noon today or something like that. But sometimes I'd like to act like we're breaking stories when we're not. There's no limit to what you can accomplish if you're just willing to lie about things and steal other people's work and take credit for your own. Remember that, kids. (laughs) Anyway, look, hey, it is a good deal if they actually did. It's a good news if they did reach a deal. I'll tell you that much. We really as a nation do not need those railways shut down. I got an email from somebody. I didn't realize this. I talked to you yesterday about the ammonia. It's not on the, it's not on the tracks. Ammonia, you need it to grow. Crop, farmers need it for crops. I did not realize many cities use ammonia to treat the water. Maybe seeing clean water go away if that ammonia doesn't go rolling down the tracks. So that's a very, very, very good thing. I love this today from Corinne Diversity Hire. Man, that is uh, that. That's that's something. The children Governor Abbott abandoned in Martha's Vineyard. The children that the that um, that Governor DeSantis abandoned uh, as well. Um, you know, deserve better. <laughs> they deserve better than being left on the streets of D.C. or being left in Martha's Vineyard. They deserve deserve a lot better than that. One, no, they don't. No, they don't. They're here illegally. They don't deserve any better. They don't deserve any better at all. And two. Enjoy it. Brownsville, Texas has been enjoying it for a long time. El Paso, Tucson, Arizona, San Diego, 
They've been enjoying it for a long time. Y'all in Martha's Vineyard. Chris, do you have that lady? Do you have King Karen from Martha's Vineyard? They interviewed some lady from Martha's Vineyard. Oh, this is just... Remember last night when we did Cruel Jesse and we talked about how hilarious it is when these people have to pay for how they vote? Listen to this woman. So, What are the most difficult challenges right now? The difficult challenges are... Uh, we have, at some point in time, they have to move to somewhere else, right? We, we cannot, we don't have the services to take care of 50 immigrants, um, and we, we certainly don't have housing. We're in a housing crisis as we are on this island, and so we, we don't, we can't house everyone here that lives here and works here. We don't have housing for 50 more people. Oh, that's so for 50 people. That's so, so no, 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 no. I hope Ron DeSantis wakes up tomorrow morning and sends him 500 more. I hope he does because that's perfect. That's perfection. Finally, see everyone, everyone wants to be a communist, communist with other people's stuff, other people's money, other people's car, other people's town. The second it comes home, it's whoa, who are these dirty people who don't belong here? Dr. Jesse, not sure if you've covered this on your show before, but do you see any similarities between today's American slash Western civilization and Weimar Germany? My name is Ryan, says he's, I can feel free to say it. Well, yes, because there's a part of Weimar or Weimar Germany that people don't know about. Most people don't know about. Here's what most people do know. Let's cover what most people do know. They know that in the wake of World War I, the whole world decided to blame it all on Germany. Uh, world War I was not Germany's fault. No, it's not that it's not Germany's fault, but everyone was at fault for World War I. There, there wasn't some good guy or bad guy in World War I. It was just a horrible affair. But because Germany lost, courtesy of Woodrow Wilson and others, they decided to dump all the blame on Germany. They not only put these horrific war reparations on them. Hey, you need to pay us this much money, which was an absurd amount of money. They also took critical parts of their economy, parts of their country, and they took them away. So it, it would be like uh, if you work construction, me telling you, hey, I expect you to pay me $100 a day and I'm cutting off your left arm. So not only do you owe me money, now you can't work the way you worked. That, that, that was what it was like. People know that. And from that, they started mass printing of money. Not that that could happen here. From that, you got hyperinflation. And eventually, all of a sudden, this dirtball named Adolf Hitler rose who hated Jews. But people forget about something else that was a key part of the rise of the Nazis in Germany. People know what I just told you there. That's, most people know that the high points of history of the Weimar Republic. Do you know... That part of the Weimar Republic was social degeneracy Europe had never seen before? You know the whole LGBTQ thing? You know that was going wild in places like Berlin at this time? And do you know that there were so many Germans, Jew hatred or not, so many Germans who were willing to accept anything to make that degeneracy stop they wanted it stopped this is this is actually part i'm glad you brought this up this is part of why i've been warning time and time and time again not cheering for warning 
There is a right-wing dictator of some kind coming. Please, God, don't let it be Hitler. But there is one coming. You guys can enjoy all this whoop it up all you want with your pink feather boas on and put on the drag shows for little kids and, and, and turn teenage, cut, cut the penises off of teenage boys all you want. Have a good time with your demonic degeneracy. There will be a response. There will be a response because so many Americans, so many, will not live in a country like that. I hear people talk all the time about the divide. It's, we're too divided. We need to unite. Divide. We don't need to unite at all. I'm not uniting with that. If you're putting on a drag show for children, if you have your son putting dollar bills in the thongs of men who are dancing dressed up like prostitutes, we're not uniting. Either we're going to separate as a country or I'm going to defeat you by any means necessary. But I'm not uniting with you. And you shouldn't unite with them either. We are separate. We are enemies. You want something opposite of what I want. And I'm glad you brought up the Weimar Republic because that was actually, it's one of the things they don't talk about. You talk to these useless historians because they don't want to bring up that stuff. They'll bring up the devaluation of the currency and they'll bring up the fact that people were angry at the Jews for owning the banks and then buying up property. And that, and it did, that, that took, that was part of it. But all these quote historians today, they all seem to leave out the part traditional Germans. Germans are proud people. Traditional Germans who were proud of their country. They looked out, they looked across the street at the latest gay nightclub and they said, find me whoever's going to stop that. And they did. And he turned out to be a monster. That's what you risk. There will be a response. Let's hope it's the right one because, man, that can go ugly fast. All right. What can we do to make the GOP better? And why do movie sequels suck? Hang on. There's no escape from the music. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats 
even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. I keep hearing that a lot of people are still on the fence about owning gold and silver. Have we already forgotten about the bank closures, inflation, global instability, World War III that sadly may be coming? Look, precious metals, you need them for various reasons. You want tangible currency on hand, a portfolio diversification strategy. It's a hedge against inflation. You need value, stored value that stands the test of time. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. The Oxford Gold Group are the pros. They make owning gold and silver easy and simple. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Jesse Kelly here with a message that's about safety. When it comes to protecting your loved ones, it's not just about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Picture this. A situation arises where you or your loved ones are threatened. Instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. What if there was a way to effectively defend yourself and de-escalate a situation without the irreversible consequences of deadly force? Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. We don't always need to go to DEFCON 1. We just need protection to confidently ensure we can defuse the situation and drive the threat away immediately. Berna is legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Berna is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. You know what I need to make me feel better before we get into these useless Republicans and, and why sequels suck and something like that? I need Maria Salazar. We haven't heard from the lovely Maria Salazar in ages, Chris, of course. And, and do you support a no-fly zone in Ukraine? I, I, I support everything that has to do with punishing Vladimir Putin and helping the Ukrainians. Wouldn't that mean direct conventional warfare with Russia? I don't know what it will mean, but you know freedom is not free. So you don't know what a no-fly zone will mean. If you, if you have to shoot down Russian planes, I mean. Of course. So conventional war with Russia. Listen, thank you. Listen. Thank you. I've missed her, Chris. I've missed her. <laughs> All right. Dear Cheeseburger Oracle, voting for the candidate with an R instead of a D is not enough. How can we further hold the low T GOP accountable to fight the communists? Keep up the good works. As I can say, his name, his name is wrong. Well, here's some bad news for you. A lot of this is bad news, but that's okay. It is what it is. You know... 
you know that the Republicans, while we're in the middle of inflation and while Republicans are complaining about inflation and blaming, blaming inflation on Democrats, you know that Republicans are going to work with Democrats on another massive spending bill before the end of the year, right? You know they will. They will. Don't worry, they'll do the same thing they always do. Well, we couldn't risk this. We, we gotta wait. We couldn't risk this before the election. We gotta pass something. But they do, they do this. I mean, this is what they do every single time. We can't risk it. Wait till next time. Wait till next time. But you know, like that old great CCR song, "Tomorrow Never Comes." It'll never come. They're going to work with Democrats again, and they're going to pass a gigantic corrupt bill, a gigantic handout of all your money while you're financially being crushed. They'll work with Democrats and hand that out. Believe me, this is the same GOP who just got done working with Democrats, John Cornyn and Mitch McConnell and them. They just got done working with Democrats to hand away your gun rights. They're going to work with them again. That makes you insane with rage. That makes me insane with rage. I I despise big spending Republicans, and that's virtually all of them. It's virtually all of them. You know those accusations Democrats make? about how deficits were high under Republican presidents. You know something? I'm going to tell you something that makes you uncomfortable. <clears throat> They're right. They're 100% right. They're all, they all do it. Shoot, Reagan did it. Bush did it. Trump signed every big swampy spending bill that ever crossed his desk. And then the second Democrats take over and say, these, this spending, inflation's out of control. Republicans suck too. But how do we change that? How do we change the low T GOP into somebody who steps up and says, actually, no, we're going to slash the budget, especially because the American people are hurting. We're going to slash the budget and deregulate the economy and get out of their way so they can keep more of their money. What does that take? Well, let's focus on my state here real, real quick. Texas. Texas Governor Greg Abbott during coronavirus was despicable. Beyond despicable. He had a salon owner arrested for cut, just a lady trying to cut hair and stay, stay afloat because she violated his rules. She was arrested. He gave press conferences where he would tell businesses how many people they were allowed to have in them as if he had any right to say any of that at all. We all focus on Andrew Cuomo and Whitmer and all these other people. Greg Abbott sucked. And... While he was busy sucking it up during COVID, the right in Texas was outraged at him. Outraged at him. Everywhere you turn. Everywhere you turn, they were outraged at him. Greg Abbott, what are you doing? Greg Abbott, you suck. Abbott, what are you doing? And then, here's the wildest thing. This was an election year for Greg Abbott. Meaning, he could be primaried. And Greg Abbott was primaried by not one not two, but three good candidates here in Texas. Chad Prather, my buddy, Alan West, Don Huffines. So there you have, okay, everyone's mad at him. Abbott, you suck. Abbott, you tyrant. Screw you, Abbott. We'd, we need to do something. And then we had a primary here in Texas. And we had three great candidates who challenged him. And Greg Abbott got over 60% of the primary vote. Why do Republicans suck? It's our fault. Republic, Chris, oh, 67%. Yeah. 67% of the vote. That's a field of four candidates. He got 67% of the vote. 
After all that outrage, all that I can't believe he did it, all that what's he doing? The Republicans, Republicans, not Democrats, Republicans went to the polls and two-thirds of them voted for Greg Abbott. The next closest guy, you know what percentage he got? 12. Thank you, Chris, for that tidbit. Made me look smart. 12. We're not doing good enough. We spend all this time, and I'm guilty of this too, we spend all this time pointing at communists, and these communists suck, and Joe Biden sucks, and Nancy Pelosi sucks, and we all know Kamala Harris sucks, and, and everything sucks, and this sucks, and that sucks, and the left sucks, and the media sucks. and the We suck too. We don't go to the polls and make changes. We go to the polls, and we vote for the guy who was there. Oh, sure, he sucked during COVID, but... I saw some ads. Oh, honey, he said he was going to secure the border this time. You know what? I believe him. Let's let's go. Go, Greg. And that's not even, by the way, that's not even a specific rip on Greg Abbott, although I, that that's real. That's the ax I have to grind. I guarantee, that's just my state. I guarantee this takes place in your state as well. If you, at whatever level you have GOP, whether it's just local, maybe you have a, a, a GOP governor, maybe whatever level you have GOP, the same losers go back over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Lindsey Graham has been an embarrassment to South Carolina since time again. Do you know percentage-wise South Carolina is probably one? I, think, I believe it's the reddest state in the United States of America. Gosh, South Carolina is so fantastic, by the way. Oh, it is, Chris. Have you ever spent any time there? Chris, Charleston, South Carolina is probably the coolest city in the United States of America. Oh, I love it. Get out of Texas once, one time for me, Chris. Anyway, it's also the reddest state. And every single time they go to the polls and they send Lindsey Graham back to the Senate. Now, I know South Carolina has one of those garbage open primaries so the left can, can participate in it. But if you look at the numbers, that's not really the reason. Republicans will go to the polls and send Lindsey Graham back to the Senate every single time. Well, I mean, he's sucked for 50 years, but... He gave us some good sound bites during Kavanaugh. I'm voting for him again. Aren't you? We don't we don't do enough. We don't make the changes. I try the best I can do every single night, and I know you try too, to whip these losers we have in there into shape so they can have some kind of a backbone and stand up for us. But the truth is we need to replace the dorks with real people who actually have guts and stand for something. But every time one of those people steps up to run, we run right back to the polls and vote for the same loser we did before. Why? Is it laziness? Do we not look into it? Do we buy the standard establishment GOP line that this new guy can't work? He's too extreme, too radical. Who is this guy? He actually stands for something. We can't go with that. It's our fault. The low TGOP, you know who you need to blame? You know who I need to blame? I need to find myself a mirror and go look in it. It's my fault. It's your fault. We got to do better. All right. It's time to talk about sequels. And someone wants my honest opinion about the COVID therapeutic. I will give both of those things in just a second. Before I get to those things, allow me to say um, your medical health You need to take more ownership of it now than you ever have before because our medical establishment is rotted and really, really, really bad. I'm not just talking about the students coming through medical school now. I'm talking about the major medical groups 
I'm talking about the pharmaceutical companies. We are rapidly becoming a country where you can't trust the medicine. What does that mean? It means we need to eat better, myself included. Work out more, myself included. How about the air in your home? Have you done anything about that? You know, Eden Pure Thunderstorm will kill the viruses and mold that are in the air in your home. You're breathing them in right now or in your office. I have three of these things at my house. I have three of these things at the studio. They have a three-pack for sale for my listeners. EdenPureDeals.com. The code is Jesse3. That's Jesse and the number three. You can't imagine how many emails I get thanking me for these things. They're miracles. EdenPureDeals.com. Code Jesse3. Hang on. Don't you cry. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday. Don't forget, you can email the show. If you miss me, you can email the show. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Your love, your hate, your death threats, your Ask Dr. Jesse questions. All those are welcome to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. I can't stop laughing about this. Hey, what Jesus is very upset with Governor Abbott right now. Treating refugees as political piñatas and for a political stunt, dropping them off at 6 o'clock in the morning in front of the vice president's house, that's really inhumane and almost human trafficking. Never let the communist use your values against you. He has no values. That gives him the freedom to search around for anything he can use to manipulate you into doing what he wants. That's why they hold Jesus up at you all the time. That's not very Christian. That's not what Jesus would do. Don't ever let demons use Jesus against you, ever. Before I get to the sequels thing and I get to the vaccine thoughts, I'm going to be very honest about that. I did find this pretty funny. As by now, pay later plans grow, so do delinquencies. I love these. Uh, companies such as Affirm, Afterpay, Klarna, and PayPal, they built financial products around short-term loans for younger borrowers. Basically, this is what's been happening. Younger borrowers are, go- are going out and they're buying electronics and sneakers and things like that. And these companies are letting them take possession of it only their loans and they have to pay later because they don't have the money now. So let me see if I understand this correctly. You thought somebody who came in to buy a pair of tennis shoes he couldn't afford, you thought that was going to be a person you could rely on to pay his loan back? Do I have that right? <laughs> how, how stupid are these idiots in corporate America? Hey, we've got this guy here, Bob. He, he wants this 72-inch TV. He doesn't have the money, but you know what? Let's give it to him anyway. I'm sure he's going to pay later. I'm sure he'll, any day now, he'll pay. You morons. You all deserve to go as bankrupt as you're going to go. Now, here's what you need to spend your money on. My pillow footwear. Not just to thank Mike because he was recently raided by the freaking FBI. Buy it because it's good for your feet. You know the amount of research they put into these things? The time they take with these things? It's extensive. They don't just throw on some sandals, throw together some sandals, and slap a MyPillow label on it and roll it out there. My slippers are famous for a reason. They're moccasins. They're slips. They're slides. They help my knees. I don't go barefoot in the house anymore. I always have my moccasins on. My knees feel better. 
Go to MyPillow.com. They have them as low as $29.98 right now. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE, gets you a screaming deal on all their footwear. MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials, use the promo code JESSE, or you can call 800-845-0544, all right? All right. Let's get to something non-political here. Dr. Jesse the Shogun. Why do most sequels suck? Talking about movie sequels. And I know that's not universal, right? Terminator 2 was better than Terminator 1. Chris, because he's a child, brought up Toy Story. Yeah, Toy Story movies got better. I got got that, Chris. It's very good, very good. But in general, they do suck. Well, here's why. The first movie, the first movie was written, and it was written to perform. And this is what I mean. Somebody, or a team of writers or somebody, they sat down with a blank slate, and they wrote something, and they told a story. A story they hoped you would enjoy so you would go see the movie. They told a story. That's how they made the first one. So you had a blank slate. You had this new thing, and you're creating these characters and everything else, and then it goes to the screen. Well, boom, it's popular. All of a sudden, it makes money. That's what it's all about. It's all about money. It it makes money. So the next time when they sign up for a sequel, they're not stressed as stressed as they were the first time to make a good movie because they know it's going to make money anyway. They know it's going to make money. You made Toy Story 1. Someone had to sit down or a team of people sat down and they wrote that movie and you put thought into the characters and whatnot. And then Toy Story 2, I know this is a bad example because Toy Story 2 is better, but Toy Story 2 comes out or you're writing Toy Story 2, you already know what's going to kill The first one did this much. So it's not that you mail it in. It's that you cut corners. You cut corners. You don't cross all the T's and dot all the I's. You don't take the extra time because you don't have to. Sequels suck. Actually, this goes back to my restaurant theory. My restaurant theory, which is incredibly accurate, by the way. I generally do not like to eat at restaurants on a beach or right on a lake or overlooking a mountaintop, or any one of those restaurant chains where the young ladies are uh, dressed for summer. We'll put it that way. The the waitresses are dressed for summer. Why? Am I against the beach or the mountaintop or the lake or ladies dressed for summer? Of course not. I'm not in the Air Force. Of course not. I'm against them because I go out to eat for the food. I don't go for the waitress. I don't go for the view. I don't go for the beer. I don't go for the ambiance. I don't go for the music. I love to eat. And if you have a restaurant, let's say it's on this beautiful mountaintop overlooking this huge valley. That restaurant, they're going to make money no matter what. Because it's a restaurant overlooking the huge valley. So they don't have to go out and get fresh foods every single day and make sure they're delivering a perfect meal Every single time restaurants are just made of people like everything else. And people in general are only as good as they have to be. Hey, come eat on this restaurant. It's right. It's right on the beach. You sit right on the water and the ocean breeze comes in and it's so good. Actually, no, I don't think I will. Why? Because I know the food's going to suck. 
Because the restaurant's going to be full no matter what because everyone wants to eat on the beach. So why take the extra time, money, and effort it takes to make sure all the food is good? That same thing applies to movie sequels. Why aren't the sequels as good? You don't have to perform as much. You don't have to perform as much. It just becomes, it just becomes a guarantee about money. Whenever you see a movie about, uh, you see that a movie does well at the box office, you can go ahead and start the countdown. There'll be a sequel for money. And I'm not criticizing that. I want to clarify. I do things for money. It's like, I love what I do, but I like that I get paid doing it. Maybe you love your job. I'm sure you like the paycheck too. I don't criticize people who do things for money. You need money. Money's how I feed my family, pay my mortgage. It's how I eat Red Lobster whenever I want. I like money. I'm not obsessed with it. I'm not one of these guys that wants to build an empire, right? I don't, I don't need to start my own corporation and have a fleet of private planes. And I just don't have any desire for that. It's not who I am, but I like money just fine. I'm not some saint. I like to go get me some Cheddar Bay biscuits whenever I want. What, Chris? Did I tell you, we tried to get in a breakfast place that's right near our home the other day. It was full. We were starving. We just picked up one, uh, the kids from sports. They were starving, and and we wanted to go out. We wanted to treat them out. We never go out to breakfast. We wanted to go out to breakfast. We tried to stop in this place. It was full, and I tried I tried the old – I tried to slip one by her, Chris. I gave her the, hey, what about Waffle House? It's right up the road. She said no. She said no. Chris – Women don't like Waffle House like I like I love Waffle House. You found yourself a gem, pal. You found yourself a gem that she does. I can't. I got mine in there one time. I'll never get her in there again. Dang it. It's an American institution. All right. The vaccine. Someone wants to know my thoughts. And this FBI story I've been avoiding. Hang on. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. 
We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.